Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast called and I'm off topic again. This week we're going to be doing an episode where it's going to be more of helpful advice as far as life problems go. And although I'm still learning how to get through life, especially right now, it might be helpful just to hear some advice, or if you want, you can contribute by offering your own advice in the future. And yeah, let's get on to it. Welcome back to the podcast and I'm off topic again. So this week we're going to be talking about mental health and more specifically burnouts. Now most people think of burnouts as kind of like, you know, you feel like a blob, you don't want to do anything, especially work related. It's very easy to get burnt out, especially right now. And if you guys are anything like me, then burnouts are not just like the boat sinking, like a little sailboat sinking. If you're like me, your burnouts are kind of like the Titanic when it shudders in half and then it's like bobs up and down like a cork and then goes sinking into the ocean. Yeah, that's what my burnouts look like. (laughs) So they happen to me very often, especially lately. It's just that this is a very unique situation because this is COVID-19. We have no choice but to stay in our house. So yeah, COVID-19 has kind of put us all at a situation where most of us are at home. So it's natural to feel even more stressed because, you know, we don't know, we don't really know much about it. We know a little bit more, but we really don't know much about it. Um, It's going to happen, but the problem is it's happening in a totally different way than we've ever experienced it before. I admire people who already know how to handle this. I wish I was one of those people that knew what I was doing, but to be honest with you, I'm just now figuring it out. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. The breakdowns, how they happen to me, at least in my situation, I don't know any of your situations, so please, unless if this really applies to you, then yeah, go ahead. But if it doesn't, then don't really, you know, don't sweat it. It's okay. So for me personally, I feel that some of the things that really don't help, the first one would be isolation. Isolation is one of the things that really doesn't help, but I end up doing anyway. So isolation, I feel like that's a normal reaction for people, for anyone. Some people are good about not isolating themselves in times of stress like right now. But I know for me personally, I struggle with being open with people, especially people who are close to me, which that is kind of a, that's kind of a sad irony if you think about it. But I guess it's normal. And you know, this whole situation with coronavirus, It really does force us to be even more isolated because although we do have, you know, things like Zoom or FaceTime or Facebook or social media in general, it doesn't really, it doesn't really fill that gap that normal social interaction would have, like going to get coffee with a friend. You don't really get that anymore and you can probably do like a Zoom call and get coffee and sip it. But it probably won't be the same thing. You don't really have the actual tangible person to talk to. You just have the screen. So, and that's the other thing. If you don't have anyone to talk to you about your emotions to help you get all that stuff out and taken care of, it really doesn't help. It makes things a lot worse because if you keep on thinking through it, sometimes the brain will trick you into thinking that situations are different from what they actually are. And so you have to be very careful with that. At least that's how my brain is. It might be the same with yours, but you can let me know if it does or does not. Either way. 
Um, so the next thing that really doesn't help me, and it tends to make things worse in terms of a burnout, is no daily structure. Now, I will tell you, the past few weeks, the past few weeks has been mostly free reign, but I try to do some sort of a structure, like Pomodoro techniques, if, and if you don't know what that is, it's where you work for like 20 minutes, and I think you take a break for five, but I change it up a little bit to make it more flexible, but, um, but the thing about the Pomodoro technique was that I tried to do it without a schedule. And I didn't really have a solid set of to-do lists. So that was also a problem. Because I don't have any blocks set out for when to do the tasks I'm supposed to do that day. I just did it. And that doesn't help at all. So then the next thing that I would think really doesn't help with the burnout. But at the same time, you really can't avoid these things. You can't extend the duration of these things, that'd be something like schoolwork or work tasks, you know, like having to do papers, tests, or having to submit a project to your work, to your boss. You can't really avoid this, and that's the problem, because you can't avoid it, and then that adds on to the stress that you're already feeling in this moment, so what do you do, you know? I know for me, I tend to forget very important dates, or I will not even be able to think oh, this deadline's coming up until the due date is right in front of my face. And so that doesn't work either. That's the other tricky part. And so then to add on to this assignments and tests, I guess this could also fall under the daily structure part. I never really sat down to plan out these things before the shutdown happened. I don't know, but like, at least in my area, the shutdown kind of happened twice. They tried to bring us back in but then they ended up shutting us down again and putting us completely online for work and school. But now it's just mostly school, but anyway. Um, so I didn't really have time to plan before the shutdown, and I didn't even take time on the weekends to do so. So that didn't help at all. So this is all the problems that I had. Now the next segment, I would like to go over how I fixed them. Originally, I was going to split this off into two episodes, but I have a feeling you kind of want to hear how to fix these problems, so I'm just going to give it on the same day. You're welcome. (laughs) So now that we know what problems I had to begin with, Next, we'll cover what I did to fix them. The things I used to fix those problems range from using apps or creating an artificial structure in a way. So the first one that I kind of had to fix it with, one of them was meditation. Although that sounds really weird, it's actually very helpful. It's not like one of those things where you sit down with your legs crossed and have your fingers like You just like um, hold your index and thumb together and just humming during the whole thing. Yeah, that's not really all you do. So I prefer to lay down or sit down on a chair with a support for your head. And I listen to music and I count my breath. So I breathe in for three counts and I breathe out for four counts. But in between breathing in and breathing out, I sort of hold my breath for maybe two counts and then I breathe out again and then I immediately breathe back in. 
So the relaxation, it starts from your hands and your feet. It moves towards the center of your body. And you just feel this deep relaxation. It sounds odd, but it actually works and it helps a lot. It's more of a mindfulness thing more than anything, but you know. So the second issue that I would like to address and the things I use to fix it is isolation. Isolation is probably one of the easiest ones to fix, but at the same time, it can be kind of tricky. So family and friends, having those two foundations around, that helps a lot. But if you don't have any of those immediately around you, if you're at a university or something like that, use those counseling services. I cannot emphasize that enough. The counseling services are there to help you. So use them. And most of the time, I know at the university I am at, I know that those counseling services, for the most part, are free, with the exception of a couple things. You know, if you if you cancel and you don't cancel within 24 hours of the appointment time, you have to pay that late fee, but I think that's really about it. But if you're at high school and work and don't really have that free counseling service, and you really don't want to spend, you know, that much money, which that's understandable, especially right now, try an AI therapist. Once again, that's one of the odd ones. So an AI therapist, it sounds like it's going to try and rule the world, but it really does help. So the AI therapist I have is called Youper, and Youper, it's more of a mood tracking thing. It'll give you, every now and then, it'll give you a premium conversation, as they call it, but Youper helps me to track my emotion, but then not only does it track my emotion, it takes note of what triggers those emotions as well. So that's very helpful to know what triggers it, what to avoid to prevent feeling that way. The next problem that I would address is daily struck. I had to use a lot of things to get that fixed up. So the ultimate thing about that is scheduling. So scheduling is a little bit tricky, but what I like to do is I use Google Calendar and I use the block method. So if you're in school or you're in university, start with your synchronous courses because those have a specific time that you have to be there and you can't change that. Unless if the professor cancels it, then you really don't have much control over when to schedule that. So put those in first, and then you can see how much space you have in your day to do the other courses. One of the things I would suggest is set a day or certain days of the week for certain classes. So the two same courses are done on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Whereas two different courses paired together are done on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because that's just how my schedule allows it. Now you can change it as much as you want to. If you have to do one class a day, then feel free. There's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing that. Whatever helps you to get things done, go for it. It, it really doesn't matter to me how you do it. I just want to make sure that you guys are able to do this and do it at your best efficiency. Without going overboard, that's for sure. Um, so with the scheduling, then you fill in like little study slots or your extra time, like your free time. So with scheduling, there's also another component I like to put into it. Now this one, it doesn't really fit into maybe work as much. You can if you want to, if your work allows it, if it's a type of job that allows you to do this. But sometimes you just can't, and that's completely understandable. So the next thing I have is a Pomodoro technique. 
So if you don't know what that is, the Pomodoro Technique is, I believe that the proper time is you spend 25 minutes working on a single task, and then you spend five minutes as a break, changed up the time. So for me personally, I'll be honest with you, I, depending on what the task is, usually I'll do it for 15 minutes and have a break for 10, or I'll do it for 20 minutes and break for 10. You can change it as you want to, I just suggest having more time working on the task than you would having the break. So what I do with the Pomodoro, instead of just making it the time though, I make it like a study game. So there's this app, and I'm not sponsored by them, they're free, the app is completely free. Um, it's called Focus Plant, and I know it's available on Android, I'm not sure if it's available on, you know, Apple products. But that's really good because what you do, you can you collect raindrops, which is kind of like currency for the game, but you can use it to plant little plants and get more raindrops. Or you can have an alliance, kind of, but it's not really an alliance, it's more like a focus group thing. I think that's what they call it. You can upgrade your alliance, and it's fun. So, it's worth a try, but if you don't like that, it's completely fine. Another one I would suggest is Taurus. I think that's free. You can choose to add the paid version to take off the ads, but, you know. And then, to stem off of the Pomodoro, I use an award system. And I have several courses that I'm taking. The number of Pomodoros I do per class represents a point. And depending on how many points I have, I can use a small, medium, or large rewards. So small are like your... So small rewards are kind of like the ones you, you enjoy doing. But it's not like your favorite thing. You could probably do it in a really short amount of time. And so that'd be my small ones, but the large rewards would be something like, um... I'll use one of mine. Game night, maybe. Or a movie night. Or something like that. Something along those lines. It's kind of like paying yourself for doing your work. Kinda. So yeah, that's what I do to fix that portion, the daily structure portion of my problems. So then the last portion are the assignments and the tests. In the same regard that I use a Google Calendar, I have to have a I have to have a physical hands-on calendar. And it's great to have Google Calendar. I would recommend if you are going to use Google Calendar for that, I would recommend blocking out time to take a test or get an assignment done that's due on that day is what I'd recommend. Somewhere that you can see from anywhere in the room write down how many days until the big test or big assignment is due. Write that down because the important thing for me, whenever I can't see how many days I have until something big happens, I will put it off until the due date is right at my face. So if that helps you, do it. But keep in mind that you shouldn't keep trying to cram things in at the last minute. Sometimes you have to and you don't have a choice. Some people are good at getting things done at the last minute. I try to do things at the last minute, but I'm not good at it. So I would recommend whatever works for you, whatever you get work done the best, do it. But for me personally, I can't do it. And I'm not sure if there's an assignment calculator out there. I think there is. I forget what it's called. Please let me know if you know what that is. But yeah, if you have any ideas, please send it to the social media. It's on Instagram and it's called I'm Off Topic Again. No punctuation. It's all lowercase. All one word. That's pretty much it.
So I'll make a post that you can sort of comment under it and send some ideas. I'll post it on the day of the episode publication if you have any ideas. So yeah, thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you.